often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 382. I am your host, Josh. Oh, it's a new with Shelly Long. In the muffin hut. In the hut. In the hut. Do it in the hut. In the hut. In the hut. In the hut. Do you think? Eddie Murphy will do James Brown <laughs> on, on SNL. Probably. I yeah. mean, you would think so. Like, the, maybe the ghost of James Brown. Uh, I wonder <laughs> how they'll do the cold open, because they did them a lot different back then. Yeah. That's why I'm wondering if they're going to do it, like, in style of, of mm-hmm. that. Because us- usually, back then, what started off with one of those, uh, I guess, their equivalency of a digital short. Yeah. It's been a while since I watched that generation of SNL. It's not very good. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> couple, Eddie Murphy was a couple about bright the, spots, and he was he was my, the brightest. My favorite, one of my favorite bits that I ever saw was there was a an episode where uh, Stevie Wonder huh. hosted, oh. and he did like there was like <laughs> every every sketch was a joke about him being blind, of course, because like you know oh, he's yeah. not going to pretend like he can see oh, yeah. all of a sudden, but like <laughs> it's not like you're going to get him to read cue cards either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh might be a little bit diff- difficult there. Uh and uh I remember there being a commercial where there was a camera. The so cannon. easy. The yeah. cannon. cannon. So easy a blind man can use it. And it was just <laughs> pic- a skew pictures. Just Yeah, it was of the gra- it was of people playing tennis. <laughs> well, at first, I remember if he was taking pictures first or if it was he was playing tennis first. <laughs> But they were like, when he was taking the picture, it was just of the court, oh, it was of yeah. the sky, it was, it was like a obscure angle, and like, uh, and he then, was just playing up to the his the the, the stereotypes too. Which yeah, was fantastic. And that was the uh, him playing tennis, where he's not coming anywhere near hitting the ball, and uh, it's the little things, you know. It's okay to laugh at it when it's the He's got the a blind Eddie Murphy's got a great joke. I think it's on Raw when he's talking about Stevie Wonder. And uh he's talking about making fun of him when he did the uh Yeah, basically making fun of him. Like but he was saying that he was basically saying that everybody's like, "Oh, it's a miracle, you know, he can play the piano and everything." He's like, "It's not a miracle, you know, he's just talented." He's like, "The miracle could be well he's he's talking to him while they're driving. And he's like, the goddamn miracle be you driving this car. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, I think a commercial too where he was driving a car or some kind of sketch where he's driving, driving a car. A car. I, I I'm think, sure. Maybe. It was all just shit making fun of the fact that he's blind. But even uh Yeah, go ahead, chew on that power cord dog. Let's see how what that does for you. Get a little electrical shock. I love the skit where he plays Stevie Wonder, and it's who is he with? Uh, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo is uh, Joe Frank Piscopo. Sinatra. Yeah, because they were like, "I like what <laughs> you did with that Paul McCartney or yeah. whatever." Because like, <laughs> it's right after uh, 
black. You are as blind as a bat. <laughs> Ebony and, and Ivory. I have yeah, sight. <laughs> <laughs> side by side, my amigo, Negro. Let's not, not fight. fight. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the best sketches that came out of that, that era. That was fantastic. That was good stuff. But all his, all those sketches, all Eddie Murphy stuff is really good. The one where he goes out as a white guy. Oh yeah, fantastic. that is fantastic. Yeah, that was definitely. I mean, he he definitely killed it when he was on there. Even though it wasn't the Lauren Michaels era, when he was briefly not a part of the show, show. which is why you don't see that era SNL anymore. Is because they were like, "Ooh, let yeah. you will forget." It was like Jedi mind trick in this shit. Like a very weird cast too. Like because. Yeah, Julia Louis Dreyfus. You had Larry David. Yeah, was that when Martin Short stuff. was on too? He, I think he started. I think he was one of the because there was a couple that actually carried over. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, he was he was in that cast. I think. I feel like I, he was. I'm pretty he sure wasn't on there was, real long. I'm pretty sure I remember skits with him with uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. And he did that weird thing where he had the that just what hair, was that weird hair character's thing? name. I yeah, I can't remember that character's name. I remember there. Oh, she's peeing. God. There's uh, <laughs> and we'll just take five. I just took her out to <laughs> get something to put on. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> just once now. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll hit. Pu- uh, <laughs> oh, you're good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Joe Piscopo. Yeah. <laughs> No, Martin Short, I guess that's what we were last talking about there. So anyway, a very odd guest. <clears throat> yeah, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> he didn't last long, though. No, yeah. Was he even, even a cast member, or was he just like a featured player kind I of thing? I think he was just a featured player. I'd have to double check, but he didn't last long. He was on there with, uh, what, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was, uh, they were all on there aren't the same yeah. that year with the Lauren was That was, on there. they used to share, like most of the skits they would be in together too. It was really weird too. That was kind of a, an odd thing they did. Where everybody kind of shared the same skit, except for Eddie Murphy. Get the fuck out of there, dog. We're going to, might have some technical difficulties due to a puppy destroying the equipment. <laughs> yeah. Animals, so fun. I'm afraid I might have an E.T. situation going on. Really? Elliot E.T. situation. Yeah. You know, like they're, how they were connected. Yeah. When E.T. got sick, Elliot got sick. So. Doom Kitty, uh, Jackman's cat, the older cat, has had some urinary tract uh, infections. And they've been having him on. Uh, U.T.I. UTIs, and they've been having them around several rounds of antibiotics. They're taking them to the uh, emergency vet in St. Louis. They couldn't get a, any, anybody in Washington area. Yeah. So Tony took them to St. Louis to a vet. They're gonna put him a catheter on him and shit. I'm, afraid, I'm not laughing like, at that. It just, <laughs> <they're> just <laughs> reminded me of that Seinfeld episode where he uh, he hits the squirrel. And he's like, so, no. you know, what are we looking at here? And he's like, well, we'd have to order some very tiny parts from very far away. <laughs> like, oh, it's sad. The cat's like just, you know, he's in some pain. Older, old, old He's cat not old, old. Just... He's only, I don't know, three, four years old. Oh, maybe. shit. That's and not old not. for a cat. Yeah. God, God damn. But, uh, yeah, he shouldn't be having this many problems. 
But like, uh, I've been having all these issues, and I'm just like, oh fuck, am I gonna be on put on a catheter now? Or is there an E.T. Elliot situation going on? I mean, Doom's my boy. We <laughs> when he was a kitten. Now he used to give me a little bit of trouble. I would get get up to make my sandwiches in the morning for lunch, and uh, when I would do that, I ended up for a while having to put socks and pants on. You try and blow you, or because. Uh, <laughs> Bite you? Yeah, he's biting the shit so out of me. <laughs> trying to make a sandwich, so I'd, I'd end up, I'd pick him up when he would do it. I just every time he would do it, I would pick him up. Now I wouldn't like drench him, but like I would turn the sink on and splash him with a little water. <laughs> and uh, eventually he, he got over that, and he's pretty cool with me these days. We got a pretty cool vibe going on, but uh, yeah, apparently we're on the same level. There's a. Uh, But yeah, hopefully I don't get put on a catheter. I mean, it sucks for the cat too. The catheters suck. Yeah, I've never had it done, but I would imagine it. Ugh. It's it's kind of like sounding, I guess. You're shoving things <laughs> in the pain hole that <laughs> normally, <laughs> or docking. What would that That'd be? be. <laughs> like, what would that be? Maybe a little bit of both. I mean, you're not shoving awful. another dick in there. It's just, but you're shoving, you're shoving stuff in the pee hole. I just remember tubing. Uh, when I got that one when I was like 12, Ugh. I kept telling the nurse that I had to pee. And I mean, I've told this on the on the podcast before, but <laughs> I kept telling her I had to pee. And she's like, no, it just feels like you have to pee. And after the x-rays and they finally took the goddamn thing out. Pissed everywhere. I pissed. I couldn't control it. I couldn't. I was so numb. I couldn't even feel it. <laughs> Which is the other. The real shitty part about it is the aftermath. Yeah. But so I pissed everywhere and it was purple. Nice. Did you piss all over her? Oh, I pissed straight into the air, <laughs> in her face, and everything. And, and mom was standing there, and she's like, "Oh my god!" You know, like embarrassed. <laughs> you could tell she was so embarrassed. Yeah. And I looked at the nurse, and I was like, "Now, <laughs> did I pee on you, or did, did it just feel like I peed, I peed on, on you?" you. <laughs> <laughs> what did the nurse say? She was fucking pissed. pissed literally. Yeah. <laughs> literally and literally. figuratively. Yeah, she was really upset. And she, <laughs> not even a laugh. She just kind of <laughs> walked away. I remember mom rolling her eyes. Just, <laughs> oh my God. Hey, you told her. I told her. I thought that was going to happen to me when I had the doctor shove his hand up my ass. I haven't had another doctor. <laughs> do I haven't had your urologist do it yet, but I haven't been able to get an appointment yet, so. Hopefully I don't die before that before happens. Then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Urologist. Hopefully th- he doesn't stick something in my pee hole. That would suck, you know. Catheter. I I don't like that. I probably would piss everywhere then. Some of, I just have this image like you're gonna go in there and you're just gonna be like manhandling your your junk in one hand and like eating a sandwich in the other. Oh, I thought you were going to say like grabbing my nuts with one hand and then a fist <laughs> up my ass. <laughs> no, with just the like, other. you know, totally like relaxed, <clears throat> like, you know, eating chips or a sandwich. <laughs> like, oh, you're good. Just take this and you'll be fine. It's, what kind of sucks though is his hours are like the same all during when I, my working hours. So it's a little difficult to get a hold of him. So that's fun. You know. 
And but on the plus side here, on the good side of things, I mean, we get one more episode of Mandalorian on Wednesday, Day. an early drop, and then dun, uh, dun, dun. get to go to the movie theater on uh, next Wars. Friday. There, got to see it at the B and B in Wentzville. At the B and B in Wentzville. Oh yeah, Dreamliner recliner. Yeah, uh, I just, I guess for. Uh, Have you been to one of the B? Did we go see B and? I don't think I've been B and B before. No. I haven't been to the Wentzville one. The one in Wildwood been to several times. Wildwood's no. good. I've only heard stories. Only stories. Apparently, Washington's uh, Cinema One Theater has uh, reclining chairs too, but somebody, I hear they're not as good. Somebody as, was telling me that, but you know, I guess there was just so, they. Never really had that experience, but just a couple times. Yeah. So to that, I guess it's, it's to the fair. uninitiated. It, it, yeah. <laughs> to someone that has I miss experience. I miss my Orleans. Yeah. The uh, Esquire has some pretty decent seats these days. They got oh, the reclining Esquire. seats. I miss like it like going back. I miss the old Kirkwood Theater. Like that was one of my favorites. Yeah, I do. I uh. I had it in my head that the Esquire was bigger than it, like the last time I went. It seemed awfully small. It does seem smaller now, but I think maybe they split that one room into like two, basically. Yeah. That's where I saw Boogie Nights. They took its face off. Boogie Nights. The shitty part about the Esquire now is the Parkmore isn't there. Like It was so cool to go yeah. over to the Parkmore. I've only been to the Esquire once since they got the reclining seats. I want to go to DePere again because they've also got the reclining seats. And I'm Last time I was at DePere, they had Han Solo frozen in carbonite. I don't know if they still have that. Have got to find a way to steal that. Yeah. Or we just got to freeze somebody in carbonite. carbonite. Go freeze Harrison Ford Dress in carbonite. Dress him up as Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> this Han Solo looks kind of old. Yeah. <laughs> We've had it for a while. <laughs> it's a take on like what if Kylo froze him in carbonite instead of stuck him with the saber? You know, it's the what if. It's a big what if. <laughs> you gonna you gonna talk? Like this looks awfully realistic. Like this is <laughs> like this. This looks pretty fresh too. Like this doesn't like <laughs> what? Like this it. looks like a real. There's like a. Heartbeat monitor thing over here. What is? We we like to keep it pretty real. Yeah, authentic. I'm all about the accuracy. Authenticity. This, is, this actually seems like cement. Cover hair support cement. Cement. Yeah. You know, since carbonite's not a real thing, thing you gotta, yeah. you gotta. Hmm. What could we use? So I I had commented earlier, speaking of Mandalorian, that. I liked it. It was a very good episode. It just had a very weird feel for me because uh, Bill Burr, Bill Burr was in it, and the guy from Sons of Anarchy. He, yeah, but the Bill Burr thing because it was it it wasn't like he was acting. It was just like Bill Burr was is in Star the Wars Star universe, Wars universe. He exists which is in awesome. He's like, what are you gunking under there? <laughs> it's I love Bill Burr, but still, the whenever I. I, I I listen to him or whatever. I'm always reminded of that skit on fucking Chappelle show where they they do the well, what's it called the uh, find out with the what the race auction or whatever it is like mm. Tiger Woods is Asian or 
Yeah. <laughs> Blasian. Konnichiwa, bitches. Yeah, they're uh, like picking teams, basically. <laughs> teams, yeah. Konnichiwa. <laughs> but I, what threw me off, I think, was, was it the last episode? No, no, it wasn't. The, or Yeah, I guess it was the last uh, it was episode five. Like, Amy Sedaris was kind of weirding me out. <laughs> it was, like, this is weird. <laughs> and it was just just hearing her voice, because I'm now more used to seeing her voice. Than or hearing her voice, voice, not yeah. seeing Hearing her voice from, uh, like, BoJack. <laughs> and then... Uh, Let's forget about BoJack. Princess Caroline is uh, who she yeah. plays in there. But then uh, I also... I have that in my head for Amy Sedaris and of course Strangers with Candy which she looks like way older in Stranger Things with Candy, candy. and just That's freaky fucking looking. weird like, dude she just looks fucking weird when she came on it was a little I was like whoa that's yeah that's a little weird but I guess it, you know they've all done a good job all these little cameos it's yeah a little weird they've had a lot of cam- I mean Horatio yeah. Sands was on there like the first episode but Brian that one's Posein. like one of those cameos where it's he's got the you know the, makeup, Star, the yeah. Star Wars makeup, and you but yeah it was just weird to see like Bill Burr's like yeah I'll be there Monday, yeah I'm wearing what I'm wearing yeah it, <laughs> okay you can put a gun on my back but other yeah, than that uh, like yeah. I bring my own clothing okay yeah. I bring my own wardrobe I'm That's... good <laughs> I got a I got a guy. <laughs> He seems like one of those guys, too. The holsters on his thing were just, like, normal <laughs> holsters. holsters. They weren't, like, anything you'd gonna, see. Like... I was going to say, he seems like a guy that, or one of those guys that every mm. outfit's the same. You know, there's just 60 of them in his closet. I'll just wear the outfit I did in Breaking Bad. Bad. Here we go. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we could see Bill Burr later in the series, too. He didn't, uh, I mean, it seemed yeah. like he, he was dead. Oh, spoiler alert. alert. You Whoa, seen. hey, yep. Episode six of The Mandalorian, The Prisoner. The Prisoner. The Prisoner. Rated Disney. <laughs> I dig it, though. I do enjoy the show. show. I'm excited to see like the future series they have, the Cassian Andor series, which is awesome that they have like two of the live-action shows, the two flagship live-action Star Wars shows, are featuring gut leads. That were also leads on Narcos. <laughs> <laughs> Narcos. You got Pedro Pascal, yeah, yeah. which he was a. Uh, he wasn't a bad guy, but I mean, he was a, what do you want to call it? Anti-hero. Hero, yeah. Because I mean, he did do bad stuff to put away like Pablo Escobar and stuff. But then you have uh, Diego Luna, who was also in Rogue One, which he's re- he's playing his character from Rogue One, of course, Cassian Andor. But uh, he played a drug kingpin in was a season two of Narcos, I guess. Narcos. He's, re- he's really good in that. But it's it's kind of funny. <laughs> There's a connection there. They were both Narcos. Oh, I was watching a. I was watching an older. Uh, Joe Rogan it had uh, Whitney Cummings on it. I hadn't watched yeah. all of it yet. And I was watching the rest of it. And uh, apparently she's all into Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Well, they both are, and they got into this whole uh, conversation about Stanley Kubrick. And the guy that made uh, Ex Machina. Yeah. You seen that? Uh, I think I saw the old anime. No, the movie. Yeah, I haven't okay. seen the movie. 
Apparently she based Because I thought she, that came from the, an anime or maybe I'm not maybe sure. I'm maybe I'm getting confused with a different anime. But it's a good movie. It's yeah. a fantastic movie and it's got Poe Dameron in it. Uh, I, uh, uh Oscar Isaacson. Oscar Isaac, yeah. Or Isaac whatever. Just yeah. Isaac, yeah. But apparently this direct the director that made this movie based that character off Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. And I've seen the movie several times and I didn't know that. And when she said that, I was like, holy shit. And then I started going back and now I want to watch it again. Cause I was like, God damn. And even the look, and I started to think about it. I was like, Oh yeah. They give him the little, like his, when he first starts to grow the beard and mustache. Yeah. And stuff. Have you, uh, watched ready player one? Yeah. Yeah. I love I love I do enjoy it that when they go through the uh, shining the shining part, that's yeah. pretty good stuff. See, I, I like that, but I I thought I wish it's Spielberg. Yeah, I wish he just would have made a rated R movie, not geared it towards kids. Yeah, and it would have been fine for kids to go see. It didn't have to have bad language, bad language or any of that crap in it. But you know what I mean. Like, could have just pushed the envelope a little bit more and incorporated some other stuff in there too. But yeah, it was really cool. I dug it. To maybe have Ray Fiennes with a gun <coughs> shooting. Yeah, dude. Like, in a I, yeah, camp. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little girl in a red that dress. That was I was. I, I think it was I was watching it with Cameron. Yeah, and that was my joke. Kind of then was what, what, I was like, "Where's the Schindler's List?" Dude, like, <laughs> come on now. It, back to Schindler's List though. Now, now that I've seen it, like seeing it more now, and like what I was, I guess not an adult yet when I saw it, like, but it seemed like real grim stuff. Now it just kind of seems like the, it's still, when I watch it now, it's like the, it's a wonderful life, life meets the Holocaust. The Holocaust. And it's just like, like, I don't feel like people, like it's got some bad stuff in it, but I don't feel like people get a real feel for just how fucking horrible. It's like, I always thought really was. It's, uh, Oh, what's the, uh, name of that movie now i can't remember. uh emperor of the sun oh that's a good movie okay i always Malcolm thought Mitch. that was spielberg too yeah it? i always thought that that was a deeper movie you know what i mean like <clears throat> yeah and then later I mean, on he kind of adapted a style which saving private ryan's a great movie but it it has that spielberg yeah you know formula and shit. i feel like saving private ryan though probably gives you more of an accurate feel of how like the war was whereas like schindler's <coughs> list like I don't know. It, I mean, it just feels like an old movie. Like he's paying homage to old movies. Yeah, I, I, like I'm. You know, like a, definitely. I'm just saying that there's like it becomes <clears throat> like by the, when he gets to that. I always. I, I'm just saying. I just thought that movie was deeper, like on an yeah. emotional level and everything else, versus that one. I was always kind of like, eh. and I didn't. You know, back then I watched it and I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. But yeah, once I seen it older, I was like, yeah, this is very Spielberg. It's very safe. Everything's got great people in it and yeah they do a great job but it's it's milk toast it's like why well, just it's just uh like i don't know it's just kind of sad to me that that's like the go-to like oh, you want to say like this is what the holocaust was and it's like schindler's yes. list sophie's choice <laughs> if you <laughs> Because I feel like that movie with Schindler's List, it really just wants to make you feel good about things at the end, and like it's just about the good German. It's like, oh look, there was good Nazis. <laughs> like it focuses more on that and just like the, not so much of the <laughs> horrible atrocities that were going on. I mean, they're in there, but 
It's a little glossed over. <laughs> but and yeah. there's no Indiana Jones. Like where the fuck is Indiana there Jones? There is Indiana Jones. That really He should be all over that movie. <laughs> Harrison Ford. Just breaking out. That's a big ticket right there. <laughs> so we should probably Liam remake- Nason, Harrison Ford. Somebody should remake the great escape. Schindler's list. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh what the fuck the have you watched and uh maybe you're the one that told me about it and i can't remember but i ended up i i watched it a few nights ago like a week ago yeah the man who killed hitler and also bigfoot I don't. I'm pretty think. sure that's it's that's pretty close to the title. If I'm not, yeah. Huh. And it's Sam Elliott. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, you know, what? I think I remember kind of hearing about that. Yeah, I think we talked about it on the podcast before. Maybe we did, and <clears throat> I think I got to tell did. you, it's a fantastic fucking movie. I mean, it's it's ridiculous as all get out. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a thing to it though. Where you're just like, well, it's Sam Elliott, dude. He kills Hitler, <laughs> and Bigfoot. <laughs> there's a, there's a scene where he gets fucked up by Bigfoot, dude. It's all yeah. like reverent, revenant type deal. <laughs> Ooh, nice, nice. I forgot about that, but yeah, that was a while ago that came out. Yeah. I'd also forgotten at work we were talking about uh, <laughs> we were talking about Rudolph the movie Rudolph the Red Nose Ranger yeah. and uh, just to clarify and uh, oh that the movie poster side note for the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot I like how it's the Bigfoot <laughs> that movie poster is pretty fantastic <laughs> anyway <laughs> Like, uh, you just got to see it. <laughs> just Google that. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, uh, I was like, man, how come none of the other reindeers got any love? I mean, it's all about, oh, yeah, Rudolph was, you know, they treat him like shit. And he was this freak. But I mean, we never get to hear any of the stories of the other. Like, where's the movie about these other ones? And I had forgotten. Like, and then the next day, this guy I worked with is like, uh, said uh, on Hulu, there was Prancer. I was like, holy shit, I watched that when I was in elementary school, school, like, at the movie theater. And, like, I totally forgot it. Like, I don't remember the fucking movie, but, yeah, it's a terrible... From what I recall, it was a terrible oh, it's movie. it's gotta be terrible. <laughs> but, it's like, for there was about, a Prancer movie. For one, it's about Prancer. Yeah. <laughs> but I believe uh, D.B. Sweeney's in it. Isn't that the guy from Fire in the Sky? Sky, yeah. I believe that's... Maybe. A lot of stuff. He was a maybe he wasn't big, in it. Big working actor. For See, yeah. Uh, oh damn it! I'm fucking minimizing my window when I when I didn't want to. No. Uh, Prancer. Yeah, I'm pretty. It came out in '89, so yeah, that would have put it in. I would have been in early elementary school. Ooh, Abe. No, maybe not. Maybe DB Sweeney wasn't in it, but I know I saw this fucker in the. Yeah. In the movie theater. But I couldn't tell you shit about. (laughs) That's one of those, like, 
It could be like a, a family wholesome movie. Oh, you know who it lists as the number one name on the stars here? No, oh, this is just convenient here. Sam Elliott. <laughs> it's rated six point four on IMDb, IMDb. So I mean, it's, according to that, you know, it's not the worst movie you've ever seen. <laughs> Come here, Prancer. Prancer. <laughs> Maybe I should pull up the, the trailer here. Maybe he Let's kills get... Prancer. We're gonna eat Prancer tonight. <laughs> and then so the I was gonna foot. say earlier, that's one of those like wholesome family esque type movies, which it is. Or it could be a straight horror movie. Prancer. Oh god damn it. I wonder what Prancer. <laughs> Prancer? Hello? Ooh, you can own it on Blu-ray. <laughs> you can own it on Blu-ray. Ooh, from oh, oh. Christmas everywhere. Oh, well, it's got to be fantastic. <laughs> it all started in an afternoon's adventure, led to an evening's discovery. Oh, it's just like this one, Prancer. And a magical Prancer. time began. How did you know where I live? I believe you saw a deer. Oh, but the I hair don't believe it on was. this girl is fantastic. Magical, now, she's the only one in the world who believes. It's li- this is all live action, by the way. There's Abe Vigoda. Abe Vigoda? Holy <laughs> shit. That's Abe Vigoda. I'm Abe Vigoda. What am I, an elf? Nobody. And I mean nobody but us so you can know about Prancer. Oh, don't worry. I wouldn't want anybody to find out you're nuts. Oh, Sam Elliott. He looks so young here. Compared to now. Might have been a deer. Might have been a deer. I better get my rifle that I used to kill the Bigfoot. Good big prince. I I use the same rifle to kill him. I mean, it looks pretty terrible, but I mean, it doesn't look like the worst movie ever. Like for a kid's Christmas movie. You remember when I killed Hitler? (laughs) And then the Bigfoot. It was right after Roadhouse. (laughs) Watch your mouth, little girl. I'll kill Prancer. Me and Peace Ways. Uh, here's the the storyline here. Jessica, the daughter of an impoverished farmer, still believes in Santa Claus. So when she comes across a reindeer with an injured leg, it makes perfect sense to her to assume that it is Prancer, who had fallen from a Christmas display in town. She hides him in her barn and feeds him cookies until she can return him to Santa. Her father finds him and decides to sell him to the butcher. So, Not for venison chops, but an a- as an advertising display. So basically it's a story about a little girl that's poisoning a deer? <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh. that uh, She thinks right. she's saving it. She thinks uh, she's Prancer! Hey, Get out of there, Prancer. It, it gross in the... <laughs> wow, this is funny. It says Gross USA, 18,587,135... Gro- cumulative worldwide gross eighteen million five hundred eighty-seven. <laughs> I'm say, assuming it wasn't released anywhere else. Does it say how much it it uh, cost to make? Uh, bu- 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 I don't see that. Shows the opening okay. weekend. Uh, Brancer, Brancer. <laughs> I uh, think I'm gonna sell them for a display, Brancer. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to eat Prancer. 
Uh, Baby girl, we either eat prints or, or we die. Here it says goose on here. Uh, damn it. I'm not getting very good uh, internet connection. Uh, damn it. I God, lost it. Prancer. God damn it, I love you. I love you, Prancer. Prancer. Uh, yeah, okay. Let's, I don't care about that part. I'm trying to find some reviews. I want to hear somebody that loves fucking Prancer and like gives like just some crazy, ridiculous review. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Prancer, no. <clears throat> Uh, this is from Chewbacca One. <laughs> uh, this is, of course, an IMDb. Uh, it's my favorite holiday movie. That's the title of this. And it says, uh, Prancer is one of those special movies <laughs> that come along every once in a great while. It truly touches your heart. It doesn't rely on gimmicks or special effects. <laughs> but relies on the characters themselves. Jesse, central character in this story, finds an injured reindeer near her home and believes it to be Prancer. And she nurses the reindeer back to health in order to deliver him back to Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. The true... Where the fuck is Santa at, dude? <laughs> like, has no one... Is, like, Prancer the fucking asshole? Like, I thought that was Rudolph. No one's checked this goddamn... Like, come on now. <laughs> the true meaning of the movie is said by the preacher in the church during Christmas service. Today's kids grow up so fast and lose the childlike faith that Jesse has in a few short years. They then don't believe in anything that science doesn't prove. But Jesse gets the possible odd sticks to her beliefs in the end, brings back the faith of those who lost their long, theirs long ago. Prancer is one of those holiday movies to buy for both you, your kids, and yourself. Soundtrack by Garth Brooks. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to go Sam Elliott, and then I don't know where I went with it. It was, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was... Ow. <clears throat> That one obviously they loved it. I was kind of hoping for more. I feel like if I didn't do the voice, it would like I. I'm glad I kind of did the voice because otherwise it probably wasn't that great of a review. That guy feels good about himself too. Like he was like, yeah. I feel good about <clears throat> myself. I watched Prancer. I'm not seeing anybody diss it in the reviews. I'm waiting for just a just a, a annihilation. I mean, I'm seeing like it. ten out of ten and. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Prancer shine. Oh, this one's 10 out of 10, but it says my second favorite Christmas movie. Second favorite? Your What's the first? Does okay. it say? <laughs> this is, uh, when I was a preteen, 11 and 12 years old, I watched this countless times. It drove my mom crazy, but I didn't care. I was told by a family member that they had to watch it constantly with a grandmother, and it bothered them. While the amount of times I saw it as an 11-year-old would be bothersome for me now, I still say those amounts of times I saw were justified. Jeez. To ten, today, 10 October 1st, 2018, I saw it again for the first time in eight to nine years. I love it even more now, to the point that it's one of my top all-time favorite movies. It's also my second favorite Christmas movie, 
after Love Actually, which is one spot higher. Obviously. Thanks for that little clarification. <laughs> okay, and then it just goes into the fucking premise of the movie. I get it. I, am I, I wasn't expecting Love Actually to be number I one. Feel like, I feel like I need to go back and revisit Prancer. <laughs> yeah, watch it. What am I missing? Dude, I am not seeing what, any negative uh, reviews here. What have I been missing? I'm sorry. But I'm, I guess the people that rated it negatively didn't feel like they should. Oh, here's a negative one. Most of the people Fuck didn't feel like, feel like they were going to bother writing a review. Because, like, in six... I'm seeing a lot of 10 out of 10s on the reviews, but the rating's what's six it, point something. What's it at Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> oh, check that. I got to read this negative one. I got to find... I got to have a palate cleanser here. All right. There's a... Uh, <laughs> this is by Mr. Lanceby. <laughs> uh, not much payoff... For the effort. That's the tagline on that one. It's, uh... As I sat through the first hour of the almost agonizing, slow-paced plot rollout, I stayed with it in the hopes there would be some reward for my loyalty. It was not to be. What were you hoping for? I don't know. It's fucking Prancer, dude. This movie has a lot of fans in its reviews, but I'm not one of them. The cast is full of past, present, and future stars. At least two of the supporting child actors went on to be huge hits in television and or movies. Their acting talent shows uh, their acting talent shows this movie as it does with the adults. Unfortunately, a predictable storyline, unresolved conflicts, and underdeveloped subplots do nothing to justify the time it takes to get things rolling. Oh, here, wait. I'll kind of feel like skipping over it, but then I saw Sam Elliott. Oh. Oh, Sam Elliott does what he does well playing a hard-working but broken farmer, and widower whose only response to his daughter caring for a wounded reindeer in their midst is to find a shotgun. <laughs> Rebecca <laughs> Harrell plays a convincing nine-year-old who seems to be frustrated every turn for her good deeds. That's the greatest part right there. I think that that was worth going through the review there. It was just uh, the... Uh, only his only response to his daughter caring for a wounded reindeer in their midst is to find his shotgun. <laughs> That's heartwarming. I feel pretty nice there. Okay. I'll look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see what. So I uh, I work with this uh, this guy, younger guy. Twins. Yeah. <clears throat> and he hasn't seen a lot of things, movie wise. He's very. Uh... The uh, like Amish. No, no. I mean, he's seen a lot of stuff, but then there's just a lot of stuff he hasn't seen. And one of the things he has not seen, which if it, he should he should watch because I let him borrow it now. He's had it for two days, <laughs> and it was funny because he comes into work today and he's like, "I watched that movie," and I looked at him and I was like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> the movie I'm referring to is Meet the Feebles. Ah, uh. so I knew right away. <laughs> He had not watched it. Yeah. And he's like, how do you know? And I'm like, oh, I know. Side note, there's not only Prancer, there's Prancer Returns. It's made in 2001. Whoa. <laughs> well, when in 2001? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't pay attention to that part. Like, <laughs> no, one, no wonder why I don't know about that one. <laughs> Turn into OJ for a second there. <laughs> You know, Rotten Tomatoes. There's probably a shot of Prancer in the hitting, towers. A, hitting a building. 
They're like, no, nope, we can't. It got shelved. We can't release it. If that's how it injured its leg and parents are returned, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hit the trade center. Oh, uh, poor Prancer. Prancer hit the World Trade Center. Prancer, Shit. no. Prancer. <laughs> Gonna get my shotgun. <laughs> Uh, no prancer. You know they actually have on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not that bad. It's sixty-seven percent on the tomato tomato meter, but the audience score not as good. It's fifty-eight percent audience score. But I mean that's pretty solid for Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. Good, Rotten Tomatoes is usually pretty pretty cruel. <laughs> Great, I'm getting you prancer for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Prancher. I'll get you the sequel too. Maybe I find it in a box set. <laughs> the Prancer gift set <laughs> at Dillard's. Prancer. Uh, he's going to get a shotgun. That's fantastic. I'm going to kill this reindeer. I mean, it's a big fucking reindeer they have in there. Whoa, there's no Dude. tomato meter for Prancer Returns, but the audience score has got it at 64%, so even higher than the original wow. Prancer. When Prancer came back. Yeah. November 20th, 2001. Oh. So this was after. Well, it was in theaters. Theaters, yeah. So, you know. They had to take out the building part. I'm sure it was made before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had to do some editing real fast. It was going to come out that... I guess that is the holiday season. <laughs> like that's probably when it was supposed to come out initially, but uh. they were like this September, kids, get ready for Prancer <laughs> returns. Oh shit! I don't think it has anything to do with the first movie. It says this holiday themed children's film offers a unique take on the legend of Santa Claus and his tiny reindeer. In this movie, a young boy finds a deer in the forest. He is sure is Santa's beloved Prancer. Determined to return the creature to the North Pole and his rightful destiny, the child overcomes the cynicism of his family to teach them and us a lesson about the true spirit of Christmas. Of course. Jack Palance is in it. He was oh. still alive in 2001? Did he like die in the movie? <laughs> Maybe. Here's Jack Palance. That's the biggest name on there. Pick up the gun. No Sam Elliott, though. <laughs> oh, this is a real uh, reassuring, I guess, review. It says, if the classic, in quotes, uh, holiday movies have all been played to death and you're still pining for more, then you could do a lot worse than giving Prancer Returns a spin. Wow. You're going... I'm not sure if that's a good... You are down such a hole at that point if you were... <laughs> Like I can't, I can't find a Christmas movie at this point. <laughs> Just watch "It's a Wonderful Life" and move on, man. <laughs> Good lord! What'd you do? No, we found Prancer too. Prancer returns. The prancering. The return of the prancer. <laughs> Rise of Prancer. <laughs> <laughs> prancer in hell. <sighs> Blitzen strikes back. <laughs> oh, look out, it's Blitzen. <laughs> Followed by, and here comes Donner. <laughs> the Donner family. <laughs> uh, the Donner menace. 
the uh, Dunnering. <laughs> a new Dasher. Could be all like, you know, Star Wars themed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Those reindeer. Yeah. There's a, just a whole and series of fucking bad horror movies right there. And they're reindeer games. Ben, ben Affleck. <laughs> Shoot it all like Leprechaun style. That'd be fantastic. Like just have Warwick Davis in it yeah. as all the reindeer? As all the reindeer. <laughs> oh, man, I would love to meet Warwick Davis. He seems really cool. Like I, kind of cool. I don't know if you ever watched the Ricky Gervais show. The Well, that clip with uh, Warwick Davis, well, there's uh, – Liam Neeson when he's talking to Ricky Gervais about I'd like to make lists <laughs> yeah like that was from the show with Warwick Davis I can't remember the name of it but it's an HBO show I believe like uh, but <laughs> it's a pretty good show he plays an asshole version of himself Warwick Davis does well I think everybody on that show, show plays, plays an, an asshole, asshole version of themselves <laughs> But if you watch uh, uh, Warwick Davis has been to like Star Wars Celebration, I believe more than once. And, like there's a, he was there hosting a panel with just well, it wasn't really a panel. It was him and Carrie Fisher, and she came out there and she had Gary Fisher, her dog, with her, and uh, they tried to reenact the scene because well, Warwick Davis's first role was in Return of the Jedi as uh, Wicket, the uh, Ewok, and so there's the scene where. Wicket is pushing the spear up against uh, <laughs> Princess Leia. She's passed out, like poking her. And Warwick Davis tried to reenact that at Star Wars Celebration, and then the uh, Gary Fisher wasn't having any of it. He's like <laughs> trying to attack Warwick Davis. Davis. <laughs> God damn it! It's pretty pretty good stuff. But yeah, oh, I'd I'd geek out over Warwick Davis, man. I'm surprised we haven't seen Warwick Davis in an episode of Mandalorian. Yeah, we should. Maybe we have. We maybe, just don't. <laughs> maybe, he, maybe he's Baby Yoda. <laughs> he could be Baby Yoda. Holy shit. A little big for Baby Yoda, but, you know, you shoot it in the right angles. angles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's in, like, I believe all of the movies other than the Ewok movies, other than, well, from Return of the Jedi on. He's yeah. not in Empire Strikes Back or New Hope, but I think from then on, like he had like bit parts. I know he's in Phantom Menace. I don't know that he was in Clone Wars and uh, Rise of the Sith or whatever the fuck the third one's called. Rise of the Sith. Rise of the Sith. Uh, then, uh, but he's in at least a lot of them. I know he's in Rogue One, but it's always like some small part. Just days he's away like now. Alien. I know. To Palpatine. Uh, yes, but Lord. <laughs> not Lord. I keep wanting to say Lord because he says Lord Vader. But he doesn't... He's not Lord. He's not Lord. He's either Emperor Sheev Palpatine or Darth Sidious. So... Yes. Darth Sidious. I'm afraid your friend will find your shields quite operational. Your friend's down on Endor. No, I I just like even if it's really bad, like I'm gonna enjoy hearing him just like do dialogue. <laughs> I hope he's got some really great lines like that. I hope he's got a new one like that. That would be fantastic. 
Ray, I am afraid <laughs> Han Solo will not be coming back. There is no clone. Your mother was a whore. Jackie. I am your mother. <laughs> I, I am your mother. <laughs> No, <laughs> you know, we, like we've given a lot of shit to the line in in Star Wars with the Vader. No, in the third episode. But if you go back, because I recently just watched all of the Star Wars movies, all of them, minus the Ewok movies and Holiday Special, I didn't feel like I needed to torture myself. Yeah, but all the theatrical released ones. Uh, there, it's really a callback to the old stuff because, like, when you have a, like Empire Strikes Back, Vader cuts Luke's hand off. Luke does a no. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> like it's, it's just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the part too where uh, when in Return of the Jedi he does I Vader think, does a no too. I think the Darth Vader one though <laughs> in Episode Three. <laughs> Where like Luke is like you know it does seem excessive. Well, it's it's not even that that is that it is excessive to me. I think my thing with it <clears throat> is after all that, like that's, that's what we get. Is that's Vader. what you get? Like is a no? Like dude, you just you just were on fire. Like you're missing limbs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> High ground. All that nonsense. And it's just like, uh, no. <laughs> I feel like, too, it was kind of a letdown that that's all you got of Vader. Vader, yeah. I feel like they should have had a little bit more of him as Vader, Vader just going yeah. killing shit, like shit. hunting yeah, down just some... just going nuts, dude. Should have seen him, like, go after a that's Jedi. That's the movie. <laughs> almost get to, like, Obi-Wan before he, you know, takes off or something. Like the Vader Crusades. That's the movie we yeah. need, dude. Well, long, apparently we're going to be getting that. Fucking... They're going to be doing some kind of series or, series. or movie with Vader, which is that... The scene on Rogue One, Vader at the end just fucking cutting through the rebels. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. That's the movie. That's what we should have seen at the end of uh, the yeah. third episode. Yeah. Yeah. But it is kind of funny. They just, like, they turned him into Frankenstein. Like, yeah, he's, the way he's moving and everything, everything is, like, they turned him into oh. Frankenstein. <laughs> it was like he was, I think he was intentionally doing that. It was kind of like an homage to, well, the you know. Those, like, those we'll films. No, I still my favorite Vader line though is just the what, <laughs> like after uh, the I guess the Millennium Falcon shoots him like in uh, I guess it's a New Hope. Just what? It's <laughs> uh, so good. I used to have all this. Star Wars sound effects loaded up in Jazzler, but apparently I, I do not anymore. I don't. Doesn't look like I have any of them loaded up. What the fuck is wrong with me? What? Is cool. what? <laughs> oh no! Oh, I was wrong. I do have. What? <laughs> there it is. That's the line. What? what? <laughs> uh, that is just fantastic. It's like your toaster just said what, dude? That's the best part. What? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you you get shot. Your ship gets shot and what? what? <laughs> <coughs> Wonder how many of those are. Okay, let's do it again. I have been going back through and watching all of Rebels too, Rebels. which I hadn't 
seen much of Rebels. I saw some of the clips on YouTube because I didn't have access to Rebels before getting Disney Plus. But I watched some of the stuff with like Obi Wan and Darth Maul and shit. But there's some good shit in there with like, especially the Vader stuff. That's what Cameron was saying too. Like I've, I've never seen like it. the Vader stuff. Like some of it's kind of. I mean, it's for kids, you know, not 38 year old <laughs> men. But uh, so like I can't go. Oh, it's cheesy or whatever. Shit, man. Hey, where's the montage? Huh? Gotta have one. Hey, you have a montage of drinking eggs, huh? <laughs> some lightsabers uh, <laughs> but uh, I find it's not like over the top cheesy like the resistance cartoon that one seems like too geared towards children for me like the one episode I watched I was like okay I am a 31 year 38 year old man uh, like it, this feels a little <laughs> weird yeah <laughs> But it's not quite so much with Rebels. I don't know if Dave Filoni's involved with the Resistance. He's involved with, like, I guess he's the showrunner or whatever of uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. And, you know, he was apparently, like, uh, Lucas's protege. Protege. And he had a cameo in this last Mandalorian episode, episode six. The Mandalorian. Mando on the next episode of The Mandalorian. Find out what Mando's up to. It's a little too close to It's a little too close to Lando for me, Mando. Mando Calrissian. Oh, you do get some old characters like that Lando. Lando is in an episode. You get you get all kinds of rebels. You get all kinds of member berries in that show. Member berries. There's Princess Leia is in a one episode that I know of. There's Lando. I haven't seen Jar Jar. Jar Jar I think was in the Clone Wars though. Clone Wars definitely had some good spots to it, like especially when they get into like the dark stuff. It like right. I think, I times know. it was like too like it's too cheesy, but like on, there was but. definitely when they got to the parts where you <laughs> see like the he's seeing the future of future, himself yeah. being Vader and everything. Like that's pretty great, pretty dark, and the Darth Maul stuff. Darth Maul. Now I I know we've said terrible stuff about the Phantom Menace. And that a lot of people generally regard it as the worst movie, but I feel starting to think more and more that Last Jedi is worse than Phantom Menace. <laughs> Actually, after going back through and watching them again, I mean, Phantom Menace is what it is. Like, at least, well, it, at least it there <clears throat> it it has something to do with Star Wars. Yeah, like it has a Star Wars feel to it and all that, but. God damn, dude, that <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> and I've watched it several <sighs> times now in, in in the attempts to be like, am I missing something? Like, yeah. Am I just not getting it? I went a long time without watching it, too. When I watched it again now, The Last Jedi, I was like, oh, fuck, man. Now I'm just really not excited to go see episode nine after watching I'm, that. I'm excited. I guess I'm not as excited. And it, it's not... I guess it has nothing to do with how bad that one was. I just... There's just like dragging things out. You don't need to drag out that kind of yeah. thing. And that movie didn't further, it didn't advance the storyline to me. It didn't really do anything. It, it if anything, it destroyed a lot of storylines story line, that they yeah. were working on. I was like, nope, not going to build on that. that. No, fuck Snoke, whatever. Like, that <laughs> one was weird too. Like, and I, I was like, 
and it's another one where I'm like, you could have just gotten into it in this movie. Are they going to, um, you know, like, do I have to go into the next one? So now, like, J.J. Abrams has to take a five-minute fucking <laughs> montage, montage or, like, like, to oh, explain what, who what Snoke was. Snoke. Yeah. <laughs> who is this guy? Because yeah, we don't have a fucking clue. clue. Like, uh, I feel like Ryan Johnson was just like, I'm just going to troll all these Star Wars fans. That's what, like, the whole point of The Last Jedi was. It's, it just seems to me that, like, in his head, like, he had this vision. It just, he didn't answer, you know what I mean? It didn't. There wasn't even any questions, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to yeah. make a movie like that, you're supposed to fill it with more questions, you know, and be like, ooh. Like, oh, like, really? Wait, okay. Oh, fucking, oh, yeah. That episode nine, I have to watch Much. it. And it didn't do that. And that there's scenes in there, like you were saying before, I went back and watched it after we've talked about it a few times. And it's not good. Like, it's just the, <laughs> the fight scene's really not good, and you yeah. get lost in it. Bad choreograph. And like, everything's happening so fast yeah. and the guys are kind of cool looking too. Like they do have kind of a cool look to them. Yeah. The room itself, I always thought was really weird. Like it's just a weird room. Like, is yeah, it, this is porn room. I don't understand like <laughs> Snoke's masturbation den, but I always thought that the guards were pretty cool. Yeah. Like, kind of like, like samurai esque kind of looking, but, but yeah, after watching it again, I'm like, oh man, this just, I, it was a bad scene in the yeah when I seen it the first time, but now it's just fucking <laughs> it's so bad. What I was gonna get to though, Phantom Menace, I think might have the best of the current movies like dual scene. I mean, the scene with Darth Maul and Obi Wan is it's pretty good. Then it's kind of spliced with the <laughs> young Anakin shit though. That's kind of bad. Yippee! <laughs> And Misa. Misa. <laughs> but then you have like the really cool. So, you know, there's definitely. And I remember enjoying Phantom Menace when I saw You know, it the, the other thing. I didn't walk out of Phantom Menace like I did Last Jedi. The, well, I was going to say the other thing Where with The Last Jedi is he abandons these small little things. And I know this is probably nitpicking, but like the fades and wipes and everything, like the way yeah. he edits it, or it's just, it's not Star Wars. It's weird. And why, why, why make this one movie? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just hope this one's a little bit better. And it should be. It should be yeah. fine. But JJ's gonna come in, and they were like, "Please help us." <laughs> You're our only hope. You're our only hope. I hope Favreau does take over all of Star Wars. That would be. That I would think be that fantastic. would fantastic. I'm like, I'm digging what he's doing with the Mando. I'm digging it. And I love John Favreau anyway. I mean, well, yeah. but I mean, Sean Favreau, got to be careful because there could be, an, you know, he could spit out another Iron Man, too. Oh, I thought you were going to like we could find out some kind of scandal you know, that he's like Harvey Weinstein that, or something. I know that movie gets a lot of shit, but I don't think it's that bad. I think poor casting kind of hurts yeah. that movie, but it was a really wait. Which Iron Man Two? did he direct that one? Yeah, I thought you just did the first like he's in it. I'm pretty sure he directed it. I mean, you'd have to double check, but I'm pretty sure he directed it. And he's, I mean, yeah, he's obviously in it too. But Like he was supposed to direct uh, the first Avengers, but then they got rid of him. Like they were like, nope. <laughs> it was uh, the first, I mean, yeah, yeah, he did do the second one, I, but he also it. did the first one. The first one's pretty fucking good. 
But I was gonna say the second one's not that bad. I just think it's just a more just of it. It for one, the bad. What's his name was just a really poor choice as the bad guy. Uh, was it Mickey Rourke yeah, in that Mickey one, Rourke, or was yeah. that the third one? Mickey Rourke. They kind of blend together on me. IMDb has it seven out of ten, seventy three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Roger Ebert three out of four. Featured song, Shoot to Thrill. <laughs> ACDC. Uh, first Iron Man, though. I mean, that's what started the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, that fucking boom. Cock out. It took me forever, but uh, it was just a few weeks ago I finally watched Endgame. So. I, uh, I just listened to an interview with Edward Norton on WTF with Mark Maron. Marron. Uh and Edward Norton's actually a really big comic book fan. Yeah. And what's kind of funny, Mark Marin is like against the comic book movies, though he's in the Joker. <laughs> like he, he was like talking in like wait ex, he was expecting uh Edward Norton to not be fond of the comic book movies, but like actually he's a really big fan of the comics and stuff and he was Have you ever seen the uh He wanted to be more like like what the MCU is now, and he wanted to continue yeah. on as the Hulk. It was just. You ever seen the the GQ roundtable? Uh, so they'll. I think I might have. They'll they'll have like a roundtable of actors or directors. Or yeah. Writers or whatever. Kind of like what Favreau used to do with the yeah. dinner. Yeah. Dinners he had was it. Uh, I don't remember what they call it. Was it dinner and movie or I'm thinking dinner and movie something else. Something. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically <clears throat> that they just sit at a big round table <clears throat> and. That was one of them, which was that was pretty good. But he talks about that, like how he was really disappointed. <laughs> like he was just like, Ugh. like I really wanted to like keep doing that. Yeah, he he went into it for a while on WTF, and Dude. he was like talking about like he had a lot of ideas for it. And it he, sounded really cool. He man. liked he loved the old Incredible Hulk with Bill Bixby yep. and, and stuff. <laughs> he was, and like, was just like I grew up on like that show. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's one on there, and I believe it's. Um, can't remember all of them there's quite a few but the reason it sticks out i'll get to in a second but i'm pretty sure it's like uh tom hanks and jim carrey are on one yeah and the chick asks, hmm. you know why do you do this you know and which is a basic question she always asks, you know yeah why do you do what you do and they go around and you know so and so's <laughs> like oh you know because you know it's it's just great you get to be other people and they get to and it's typically the answer is Oh, it's an escape, and you get to be these other people. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It's it's great. It's great. Yeah, and Jim Carrey probably, like, they give me a lot of money. <laughs> no, Jim Carrey, actually, and it's the most honest, <clears throat> and and I, I totally get what he says about it. Not that I'm an actor or anything, but I get the the relevancy, I guess, is they get to him, and he's like, he he's like, oh, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I think all these guys are kind of full of it. He goes, I do this because I'm a very broken person. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and I, I have to find, you know, <clears throat> ways to escape that. And then they get to Tom Hanks, and he's like, yeah, what, what Jim said. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I was like, oh, that's a pretty honest, you know, because it, you know, you have to be on some level to to do that, to, yeah. especially like Jim Carrey. Like, 
Yeah, he gets crazy with shit. shit. I understand, like, I mean, if you're watching that <clears throat> documentary about him filming Man on the Moon, <laughs> like, I don't know how anybody on that set wouldn't want to just fucking kill the dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I was reading the other day <clears throat> that it, they're going to do a, a, a fucking Ace Ventura 3. <laughs> <laughs> Which... If Cameron was here, he'd kill me because he, he loves the second one. Yeah, which I think is just a complete it, piece of it's fucking garbage. Pretty ridiculous. I love the first. one. I love the first love, one. Just the, the intro, the <laughs> HDS people. I got a package. <laughs> Boy, he really wants a paycheck, doesn't he? I get like, <laughs> good lord, and I can't imagine the money. That oh, paycheck, either. dear lord, good. I mean, just upwards in the fucking hundred million dollars million or something dollars, yeah. absurd. Just outrageous. Daddy needs a new island. island. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 Do you have some lawsuits against him? Like, what's <laughs> like what one hell of a drug problem now? Well, he had that girlfriend that was a Scientologist. That yeah. uh, dude, he's had some overdosed. weird fucking girlfriends, dude. She, and she like, was Irish. Yeah, she was from. I mean, they're Ireland. hot. Like, I mean, Jenny McCarthy. Like, but she, I think, I, I, did she actually kill herself? I, I don't know if it was intentional killing herself. She died uh, on pills. pills. There was like yeah. a big controversy over that, and she was trying. He to- was brought in for questioning and all yeah, kind yeah. Of shit, so. After that, it seemed like he really didn't take that well, and he said, you know. I mean, maybe. With I, I don't he think he's see. ever been <laughs> fully there, fully like, there, or whatever. But some of it, though, I think is just him just and putting I've, on a show. I, I think there's that, but just listening to him, in different interviews, like I can't remember the the role he took for that movie, but yeah, his research was to go out and just eat fucking mushrooms and shit every day, and you know, I mean, <laughs> you keep doing that every fucking day, dude, like. <laughs> Your reality. Gets I feel a little, like he, he and he's a he's a rich. You know what I mean? Like he's not. You know, he picks and chooses what he wants. You know, as yeah, an act. yeah, like, yeah. He's not fucking. You know, starving. So yeah, he doesn't. He shouldn't have to do any do, other. Do any other? He movie. shouldn't have had to do any other probably, movies after Dumb and Dumber. Which he probably like, doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but at the same time, you know, he, <clears throat> he's eccentric. I'm sure he gets bored. You got to do something. You know, you got to yeah. get up and do. But something. But I mean, he paints all the time. And time he's yeah. very vocal on Twitter. So he could be president. He could be. He's very. I mean, I'd take that. <laughs> I'd take that kind of crazy over what we got now. So. <laughs> well, that's a. Uh... Could you imagine? And, and like I told you earlier, I've been watching all that nonsense. Yeah, impeachment. And the impeachment stuff. stuff. And I, I know, I know, I'm smart enough to know what's going to happen. But the entertainment value is is just fantastic for me. So, and maybe that maybe that blemish will be just enough, just enough to where he doesn't get elected again. To where he doesn't get elected again. <laughs> maybe it didn't do well for the Democrats when Bill Clinton got impeached, even though he didn't get removed from office. Like, yeah, but like I mean, that's when they started really I think gaining was, control of the Senate and the House. I think there was a lot of other factors. I think. They just really didn't like Bill Clinton. Yeah. But the the push now is, you know, is definitely, I think, well, they'll probably end up getting both at this point. I don't think Trump's going to lose a presidency, but I think he's going to have to deal with uh, 
Democratic House and Senate. So, yeah. Well, I mean, this definitely with all the senators, uh, Republican senators and such, just being like, "Oh, no, he's, everything's fine," and fine. just dis- dismissing the whole thing. Yeah. I think, especially too, if they don't even call, allow any witnesses or anything, and just like immediately just sign off on it, like, "No, it's fine." Then, like, I mean, there, a lot of these guys are gonna lose their their jobs. <laughs> I would hope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would really fucking hope. And Mitch that, McConnell. Well, really, I was going to say, if you look at patterns, like you were saying, you know, basically, if you look at the patterns on how this happens, <clears> that's more than likely is going to be the outcome here. So. I mean, hi- if history repeats itself, so. then it will probably be the case. Now, it's not going to be the case for all of them. Some of those districts are just and, fucking and, hardcore Republican. And there are people will, you know, they don't like to hear this, but. It's exactly what happened with Trump. That's history repeating itself. That's, I mean, it's how we got in there. Like, he's not entirely retarded. Like, and, you know, he had obviously yeah. a lot of people around him that were like, hey. I mean, hey. he said it on TV, too, that he would do it again. Yeah, yeah. In an interview, and then right yeah. after that, he did it again. Well, I, I just meant in general, him getting elected. Oh, yeah. You know, that's history repeating it. You know, that shit's going to happen, <clears throat> you know. And yeah. I don't know if you listened to it. Uh, but the Hillary Clinton interview on Howard Stern last yeah. week was was fucking great. You know, I mean, when the whole thing was really good, obviously, whatever she was, you know, but when they actually got into the the election stuff or the, or the campaign stuff, uh, I thought it was really good. Like she was, you know, she was floored. Like she was like, you know, all signs pointed to yes. Yeah, that's why I didn't bother campaigning in any yeah, of the swing states. states. <laughs> What are you going to do? Yeah. She didn't really do a whole lot to like work on the likability factor. <laughs> no, um, but you know, mm. like she did win the popular and there's something to be said about that. So. Yeah. You can manipulate and move, you know, the electoral college and some, and by now it's and been so having fucking... Bill Clinton as your husband doesn't help either. No. <laughs> there's definitely things I always thought, <clears throat> It should have been Bernie or somebody else just because she lost to, you know, like she, she made that run. She lost to Obama. She yeah. didn't get it then. So I, I was like, she's, you know, obviously I knew she was going to get the nomination to get in there that time. But I was like, God damn. Like people told you <laughs> once. <laughs> <laughs> that they weren't into this. <laughs> you might want to take the hint. Where's all that fact checking at? Come on. <laughs> What I love is too. There's so many people that hated Bill Clinton so much. They're like, but they love Trump, and like, they used to be really close friends. Or well, they used to play golf together. They were both friends yeah, with Jeffrey a, Epstein. That, like, there's like again, like you keeping up with that kind of stuff to the to most people that voted for him isn't you know. They yeah, I know, but I mean, like, a lot of ways they're like the same individual. individual. <laughs> like, what do you mean you're gonna? I'm gonna. I'll show you. I'll vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> Like, okay, what exactly is it about Bill Clinton that you don't like if you're voting for him? Because <laughs> it can't be the womanizing thing and that that whole <laughs> the horrible shit he's done. Well, shoot, I can't that can't remember, be it. I can't remember what. Uh, so I can't remember who she was. She was an older, or what? I'd have to look it up. But you know, she brought that up during this. It was like that's what that was all over. And she she was kind of wrong. She kind of <clears> put her foot in her mouth in a way because you know. It's technically that's not what 
Bill Clinton was impeached for because it was for lying. It was for you know perjury. Lying about it. Yeah, <laughs> he perjured. You know, yeah, the obstruction Congress. of justice, whatever, for lying to to lying to Congress about it. But but in the end, yeah, she was like, uh, you know, like. Like what are we what are we talking about here, people? Like we all know, like you just if 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 that was the case, then we could go back and do the the what's her face the the porn star Stormy Daniels Daniel yeah Stormy Daniels. We just like let's get her in here now, and then we'll just impeach the president. <laughs> uh, is is her lawyer now in jail? He had, he got I don't know. he I got like, into some real shady some shit or was got into. <laughs> like, thinking this guy was probably into a bunch of shady Saul shit. Saul Goodman. But up until that, those stories broke about all the shit he was doing. And like he was all over all the fucking new, and he was like calling stuff that was gonna happen. And the, like he actually knew some shit on the street. Like street, he was yeah. like, uh, <laughs> it's funny how well informed a a porn star lawyer. <laughs> He had some connections. He though. had connections. He did have some connections. There was a. I'm glad that he didn't end up fully running for president. That that would have been it. Well, the deeper it, they got into that, like you know, you start to realize who he knew, and it was he definitely came to her. You know, he found something to to put himself into. 15 yeah. minutes of fame. So. Michael like, oh, Avenatti. Yeah. Like, you bang Donald Trump. Let's talk about it. Oh yes. Let's bang first. This is my ticket to ride. <laughs> but let's talk about it. I'll be your lawyer. Pro bono. <laughs> Pro boner. Uh, yeah. Fucking st- And, you know, why not? If you're Stormy Daniels, why not? When people are like, how could she do this? Like, <laughs> Seeing the other guys that fucked in these fucked, movies? I don't know. Like, no, not even, not even fucked it, but how, how can <clears throat> she come forward and all that what does she got to lose? What she got to like, lose? Yeah, like she's already been a porn star. star. Like what? Like she can only go up. <laughs> <laughs> she was great on uh, Kimmel. She was pretty funny. <laughs> she was on SNL for fuck's sakes, man. Was she? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they got her on SNL. I'm gonna have to look that up again. I'm sure I saw it if she was, but like I don't. Even... She's entertaining. She's. She should be doing she more didn't host this, or anything, like, yeah. but you know what I mean. They fucking brought her on for the fo- well, I think it was a cold open. But yeah, that would have been great if she was a host. Oh my god, <laughs> they should totally just do that right, <laughs> right before the Senate trial <laughs> or right as the Senate trial starts up. Have Stormy Daniels like host. SNL. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Do like a reenactment of like Stormy and Trump. <laughs> her spanking him with like the news or the Newsweek or, or Forbes. Did you the see fuck the, it was. Did you see the last one? Cold open? Yeah. That was fucking, that was pretty funny. I dug that one. Brexit. I wish having uh, Sean Spicer is the... Uh, <laughs> Back when they had a pre- press secretary <laughs> that would actually go out and press talk secretary, to the press. Yeah. yeah, they've got one now, but she she'll occasionally put out a tweet. That's it. You don't yep. get press conferences. All we get is chopper talk. Talk. Yep. <laughs> chopper talk. <laughs> but then we don't get Melissa McCarthy, Sean Spicer, and now he's like 
he's all cool with everybody now. I was like, yeah, yeah for lying to us? Like, what? <laughs> I'm a dancer. I'm a dancer. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I hate about, like, uh, right now, there's no, uh, there's no, uh, uh, real time or last week tonight they're on hiatus yeah, last so. week tonight that's that's good stuff john it oliver me. well i guess we're good here all right all right uh you got anything else there i don't think so i think we're good all yeah. right bob no nope. nope bob's still uh tongueless we're there's good. a voiceless bob He's been on the show every episode. Silent too. Bob over there. Every fucking episode. This guy. <laughs> this motherfucker's never said a goddamn word. word. Shut. Open your goddamn motherfucking mouth, Bob. Someday, someday he'll say something. Yeah, I'm sure. something. Fucking asshole. Every episode. As always, Bob no- doesn't talk, <laughs> and it's getting wheelchair, not a trash can. <laughs>